When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source. Of course, the awesome folks at Lakerholics.com, where the conversation, I bet, is flowing even right now as we speak. And, of course, our good friends at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network, where there are a ton of great NBA shows that you can go ahead and check out, including ours. And if you do, it is sincerely appreciated. Two in a row for the team. All right. Sounds good. Even with LeBron out of the lineup, I thought he would be in for this game and sitting out tomorrow's game. Well, it looks like he may be sitting out today both games. and tomorrow. Yes, yep. both games indeed because of the rollover on the leg by Desmond Bain. But it was uh, a good chance for Russell Westbrook to step up to the plate. And boy, did he ever with the, his best game by far. By far for the Lakers with 33 points, eight assists, 10 rebounds. Just a great overall performance for him as he repeatedly did the smart thing and went straight to the hoop time and time again. Anthony Davis, who had a terrific scare on about his knee when he went down uh, trying to rebound a free throw, and he went down hard. It looked like he had hurt his knee. He was clutching at it. We were uh, Just everybody in Lakers Nation <sighs> – held their breath but he did continue in the game after a few minutes at getting up and going ahead and continuing to play some really solid basketball the lakers after a late third quarter debacle came back strong in the fourth quarter and came out on top in overtime 125 to 121 v garcia who is in san antonio should have been at the game amongst the Two-thirds, seemingly, of Lakers fans that were there. There weren't many San Antonio fans in San Antonio. That's up on San Antonio. It looked like Staples Center's East out there for you. But V. Garcia, he is back in the chat room, so hopefully everybody out there will be joining him. Thank you so much for joining us. But here today to talk about the game, some of the things that went right, some of the things that maybe could be worked on, like the defense still is an issue, but there was so much to like about today's game. 
He's a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today, including his awesome articles at Lakerholics.com. V Garcia loved hearing everyone crying today on Facebook. He loves it. There you go. But it is Laker Tom and Laker Tom. Great to have you here. Good game. Everybody has smiles. Nice comeback in the fourth quarter. Kind of still, you know, some issues as far as how they ended each of the quarters, the first, second, and third. They noted that on the TV, and it was very apparent there's some issues there. I know that the bench did not give the lift that I think the Lakers were were hoping for. Malik Monk, you can see that the man has no conscience going and taking a very late fourth quarter shot with still 16 seconds left on the clock. He just he wasn't even hesitating. He was shooting that from out there. Yeah, that was a beautiful shot to see. Beautiful shot, but that's the kind of shot that's like, no, 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 no. Oh, yes, you made it. Yes. But V Garcia says first fans are so mad tonight. They can lose every game this year, but will celebrate a win over the Lakers and LeBron like they won the title. Well, they don't get that celebration today. But Laker Tom, your thoughts on today's game. Well, I think we saw in today's game the huge benefit that a team has with three superstars. And we saw this all last season, and I kept pointing it out to people. We saw it all last season with the Brooklyn Nets because time after time, with they would end up with two of their three superstars on the court, and they would still eke out wins. And that was a big part of why they were successful. And I've always thought that it's one of the biggest benefits that you get from having three superstars. Not having LeBron is a difficult thing since the Lakers – record is a negative plus minus when LeBron is not in the game. And so when you figure you have a challenge, when you you're facing any team in the league, even if they in the bottom six, as far as the power rankings go, uh, you're playing, uh, you're playing against basically missing the greatest player in the game today. Um, but I thought Wes, you know, I thought you summed it up perfectly, Gerald, in your opening um, Westbrook played exactly what we want him to do. He was basically a triple double threat the entire game. He was attacking the basket over and over. That dunk on the last drive that he made, that was just sensational. And he, he took what started out to be a mediocre game by him where he was shooting five for 15 or something like that. And he turned it around to where he was shooting better than 50%. So that was just a terrific outing. Austin Reeves, I thought, played really heady basketball. And Malik Monk, man, I mean... You know, I love a guy who has got no conscience. And uh, Good and the bad with Austin Reeves, though. He yeah. did play very solid, shot very well, but he was minus 13 on the plus minus. Yep. So, so that you know that, that he... Yeah. I, I thought he played good defense. He was he was a persistent guy in there, and he got a lot of minutes, you know, and I think he'll continue to get minutes. Um, he's a good fit for this team. But it's, it's great to see Monk come through and play, um, and it's good for... It's good for him and Reeves to get minutes while the other guys are injured so that they can hone up their defense or, in Reeves' case, just get some NBA experience. Um, in Monk's case, you know, prove that he can that he's worth being on the floor. It's a challenge. We've got five more games in a row now that are basically the the Houston Rockets twice and the uh, – and the OKC uh, Thunder. OKC Thunder twice and then – who is the Cleveland Cavs and it is there oh, stuck the, in there as well. Stuck in there in the middle of the Cavs. Well, anyway, we should win those games. Um, well, don't you know? Don't sleep on the Cavs because the Cavs, with their all seven foot lineup, as far as their small forward, power forward, and center, 
they have had two impressive games recently, mm-hmm. including a victory at Denver. Yep. Yeah, no, not- that I, I saw part of that Denver game. and Don't sleep on them. But, but you know, it's Denver just really laid an egg in that game. They just did yeah. not play well at all. And, uh, and you've, you've seen that in a, in, a, in a few situations. You know, there have been some erratic play early in the season. To, it'll all start to blend out, and the teams that are really playing well will continue to play well. And the teams that are illusions and fool's gold at this point in time will start to show that they just don't have the staying power to, to win consistently as soon as, as soon as the sample size becomes big enough to look at, you know. The Lakers are lucky that that with all of the injuries that they've got, that they've that they've got you know a weak schedule basically to go against, because they do have challenges. They got a lot of players. I mean, there were several plays tonight. You know, Rondo throwing the ball out of bounds because he wasn't used to where Reeves was coming off the screen, and you've got lots of situations like that that repeat themselves. But we also saw too that if we have injuries as long as they're not the type of injuries that knock a guy out for the entire season. But if we have injuries among the superstars, having that third superstar is so important in your ability to still dominate games. Because other than the opening few minutes and the closing few minutes of a game, you don't see the three superstars play together on, you know, most of the time it's two superstars on the court, uh, one superstar, more often, just more minutes that way with one or two on the floor than you get with all three. So that was a huge benefit, and we saw the benefit of that tonight as the Lakers had two superstars score over 30 points. You know, It wasn't LeBron and AD. This time it was Russ and AD, which is fine. As a matter of fact, it's a great development that we can win without LeBron. And I, I think you're right that it's going to translate into LeBron taking another three days off, not playing until Friday because – why would you put him out there Wednesday? Well, I was thinking, like I said, in the back-to-back, you would rest him tomorrow, but it looks like right. they're going to try and see if they could you know, stretch that out as long as they can over the next few games. This could be something where they stretch him out through the entire five, six yeah. games if the Lakers start to gel. But the thing I wanted to ask you is, okay, Russell Westbrook had a tremendous game today, and that's something that I want to ask you is that – he had uh, terrible stats leading into this game. It was just absolutely putrid pretty much so far to this, this, this season. Is he going to be able to try and recapture some of this magic? Tomorrow I expect be, he'll be motivated because it's in OKC. I, I, I have a real suspicion, uh, suspicion mm-hmm. that he's going to be able to play decently or very well you know, tomorrow because he'll be motivated because it's OKC. But going forward, when LeBron comes back and you have all three in the lineup, this is something you got to go ahead and do as Frank Vogel. He has to figure out a way to unlock this Russell Westbrook when all three are in the lineup. If you don't have all three in the lineup, well, the answer like to this, that the answer to that, frankly, is pretty easy, Gerald. You put another shooter out there in the court. You put Malik Monk out there in the court. You know, instead of instead of DeAndre Jordan, and all of a sudden you'll find your three superstars will play a lot better and we'll have a lot better start to the game. But the rest of the game, just like we were talking a second ago, the rest of the game is not the three superstars. All of those minutes between the first six minutes and the, of the first quarter and the last six minutes of the second quarter, the first six minutes of the third quarter and the last six minutes of the fourth quarter, you're playing with one or two of the superstars on the court. And in fact, half of the time, 
you really, if you play all three of them at the start of the game and the end of the game and the start of each half, you really have to have two superstars and one superstar split that remaining half of a game, that remaining 24 minutes. You know, you've got a starting rotation, an ending rotation, and then you've got a rotation that finishes the first quarter and starts the second quarter, does the same thing in the third and fourth quarters. Those are the rotations that these are. this game like tonight is really important because we showed that we can win the game without LeBron on the court. And we've not in two, in two years in the games that we've done this year, we've never been able to have a positive plus minus or a positive net rating when LeBron is on the bench. And that's one third, that's one half of the game or one in the case of LeBron, it's one fourth of the game you're going to play without him that we've been losing all of the time. And tonight we figured out how at least over a four quarter period, you know, we didn't win the third quarter, that's for sure. But I thought we won the first and the fourth quarters. Uh, and well, well, the problem was as far as the, the end of the three, the end as as both on TV yeah. and you could clearly see the end of the first three quarters for each of those ends of those quarters, the Lakers just turned the gas off and let. Well, what they did is they the turned the ball over and they took bad shot selection. You know. Yeah, but Russ, the same thing was happening again yeah. when Russell Westbrook went out yeah. of the game with five fouls. They had, you know, again some very unfortunate turnovers just looked very putrid on offense when he went out of the game and Rondo came in. So I'm thankful that Russell came back in in time and they decided to go ahead and stick with him. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that they waited until it was like a minute 31 left before well, Russell. Remember, there was court. two straight two straight possessions where the Lakers looked absolutely awful yeah. with him in on the bench. So I'm glad that they were finding rhythm for him yeah. in there. And the fact is that- he he needs to go ahead and drive to the basket. Yep. He needs to go ahead and cut down and minimize the amount of times he shoots outside. That's what. Yeah, and I think he's going to see that. I, I, I think he saw that tonight. You know, I think the thing about Russ is that he's a smart guy. He knows what he knows how his bread has been buttered in the past, and it, and frankly, it hasn't been by three point shooting and jump shots. It's been by his ability to attack the rim relentlessly and wear down the opposing team. Tonight. More opportunities because LeBron wasn't there. Obviously, from the three-point shooting, we missed LeBron's five out of ten threes every game. Um, so that's something new that we had to live with. And, you know, we played more like the old winning games that we had last year. But we learned something. We learned uh, something tonight, and I think why it's even valuable and why Bogle should tomorrow night make sure that he doesn't play LeBron just so that we can get more experience. Oh, yeah, I don't expect LeBron. We, we need more experience of winning with AD and Russ, because that's the thing we didn't have the last two years when LeBron was on the bench. We had AD alone. We never had that other third superstar who could be the second superstar when LeBron wasn't in the lineup. Now we've got that guy, and I think we saw tonight how effective that can be. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com. And you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know. Condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I I just had talked about that and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Is that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. The 
it's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Every team we've played so far this year has impressed me and, and at various moments has outplayed the Lakers substantially. There's a lot of good young talent in this league. It's really amazing. And, you know, I think that we're we're nearing we're nearing one of those pivot points where all of a sudden there'll be a whole bunch of new names that are going to take over for a lot of guys who are getting near the end of their careers, you know. The ending of the LeBron era is going to be pretty amazing. So hopefully not for another four or five years. Well, hopefully. The- one of the things I did want to ask you, though, is there's still some concerns, obviously, when you have a game like this. And the fact is that periods of time where the Lakers' defense just looked very soft, their transition defense was at times horrible, and they gave up so many fast-break points to the Spurs when – Actually, it's supposed to be our transition game that's supposed to be doing the best. Your thoughts on the defensive end? This is something that, again, will be a problem throughout the season. This is something that I I think that maybe you could put some Band-Aids on, but really you're not going to be able to get it to the point where it's going to be an upper echelon defensive team. But what can they do as far as on the defensive end to at least slow down some of these teams a little bit more? Well, we're going to have to get healthy first. It's not going to happen in over the next four to six weeks, let's say, because our best two defenders that we probably could get back, you know, from the injury list uh, aren't going to be back for at least, you know, probably another two weeks. I mean, as soon as I could imagine THT coming back might be three weeks. And we know Ariza is probably still five, six weeks away. So, you know, you're not, you're not going to see a dramatic improvement. I think what we can see, is a steady improvement as the players get better. And as the thing about defense is that the kind of defense that Vogel wants to play is on a string defense. And basically it means everybody's got to be rotating in perfect synchronization. And it's like synchronized dancing. You know, you can have four people who are doing it perfectly. And that fifth person who just doesn't, who gets out of sync and is on the wrong beat and sticking their leg out one way and you're going in the wrong direction on a certain play will screw it up, especially over 24 seconds of efficient NBA offenses, you know, that are moving the ball and so forth. So, uh, well, it, it takes repetition. And, and, and unfortunately for most of the NBA season, the repetition you get is in a game. You know, you don't really have that many times where you've got three, two, three days off so that you can go and have a practice you end up basically having to play yourself into shape if you're out of shape and you have to have to develop your chemistry on the court. You know, you can do some of it in practice. It's great, but you know, you're still playing against guys on your own team in practice. It's not the same thing. And you know, it's not for real playing in the game is games is what really counts. And hopefully the team will, as they get more familiar with each other, because there are a lot of new guys, the lineups have been crazy because of the injuries and at least now, Frank doesn't have any choice. You know, he's only got nine, nine or ten players to play. You know, he can put a couple DNPs on, you know, on, on, on DeAndre's name as far as I'm concerned. And we could be a lot better off going small and giving more minutes to some of our guards, giving more minutes to Malik and so forth. Um, you know, you just it, – it, it's, it's going to – as much as I hate to even admit it, you know, I think that Jamie's right. It's going to take a little bit of time for things to get going. And 
for me, the biggest culprit to the whole thing is the injuries. And silver lining of the injuries is that it gives at least the guys that we have on the court now who won the last two games and maybe got our record up to 500 now, or two and two, those guys are going to be playing probably the next 10 to 15 games. And our record is going to be dependent upon how they play in those 10 to 15 games. And I think it, it looks pretty good. You know, if, if we can, if we can go through that stretch and get better as a team and have every player get better and develop some chemistry and in, integrate more new things in the offense, you know, I, I mean, they just introduced this LeBron and Ron, LeBron and Russ uh, pick and roll, which is great, except LeBron's out the next year. But it's a, it's an interesting to do run an inverted pick and roll where you've got the small guy setting a pick for the big guy. Well, that's know? something they should have been doing ever since the beginning of the yep. season. Something yep. they should have been doing. Something that, well, like LeBron Russ- says, you know, we're they're only introducing these things little by little because they're trying to get everybody caught up to at least the basics of what Frank wants you to do on offense and defense. You know, we still see situations where guys get caught back door and, and, you know, it, it's frustrating. And, but I, you know, there were also, and man, I thought we started the game very, with very excellent defense, man. We were blocking every shot that was put up there. I mean, we really had them befuddled at a point and we could have taken the game in control at that point in time, but it, they went three for 17 to start out the game. Yeah. Versus. And then of yeah. course the fourth quarter, we closed off, but they didn't nice. have, but they went three for 17 because none of them were good shots. It wasn't that they were bricking open wide open threes. Well, the Spurs are going to have a problem all year. And this is something that we covered with Megan Price, who is a huge Spurs fan. She was on the show a couple weeks back and something that got a lot of praise. I know I heard a lot of compliments on that show. show. She was very good good on the show. And she did say that offense is going to be a struggle. And it was clear that, you know, at times scoring the basketball is going to be an issue for them because they don't have that dynamic score. They don't have that one marquee player that's going to be able to take them to the next level. Pops doesn't run any plays to get threes. Yeah. Well, that's another thing as well, but once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers did win, pulled it out in overtime, 125 to 121. Hey, v, be nice to her. She, she was great on the show. I've got OKC up coming up tomorrow. But great. before we head on out, my friend, you've got a lot of things that you're going to be writing upcoming for Lakerholics.com. Please be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. So I know you've got a lot of things set up and coming in the future. We saw a hopefully an inkling of what you've been talking about in your articles today with Russ and AD playing the way they did, your thoughts on what's upcoming at Lakerholics.com. Well, I'm, I'm actually in the middle of an article talking about what I was anticipating going to be a win tonight and, and the fact that I wanted to just reemphasize the big benefit of having three superstars is that when you, somebody gets injured, you know, you really do have the ability to still go in there and dominate games and, and the, you know, it was just so clear last year watching the Brooklyn Nets as Kyrie and KD and Harden, all three of them had various problems during the year that prevented them from playing a substantial portion of games. And I, I have no doubt that not playing as many games together and, you know, having so many injuries really affects, probably affected them and prevented them from going as far as they would go if they have a successful season without those injuries. But it has always been, I mean, I've, I've been fighting uphill on this third superstar thing for years. And I've heard the arguments that if everybody else has put out our third superstar, 
is our defense. Our third superstar is the next man up. Our third superstar is the great bench that we've got. Our third superstar is this or that. But as we found out last year, and I think this is a big part of why we went after Russell Westbrook when the opportunity presented itself, is that role players don't become third superstars when the opportunity arises. It only happens very, very rarely. And usually when that happens, it's usually a, a former star player who's taking another role, and a, a Carmelo Anthony, if you will. Um, so you can have somebody like that come up there, and Carmelo did that in the last game. Um, but if you really want to win consistently, um, that third superstar gives you an insurance that makes the floor of how good a team you can be so much higher and elevates the ceiling even higher than that. Well, the only thing I say in regards to the starting lineup, as far as the tweak is concerned, even if we bring out the same lineup tomorrow is, you know, to make you probably a little bit lighten in your day, I would say maybe you should change it up one last time and put Reeves in and place a monk. And the only thing, even after a game like today that monk played so well at is the fact that they just didn't have enough spark off the bench. When those non mellow days, when mellow is, right. as you said, the it one helps, out it helps of four. to have two, two gunners off of the bench. Yeah. Has when, been well, those days when, with mellow is yeah. the one out of four and those yeah. are the other three. Four that points not tonight. Was, yeah. Uh, so the, the only three that yeah. you know, you're talking about the other three games where he's not right. as effective. You need effective yep. uh, firepower off the bench. Yeah. Maybe Monk might have to go back off the bench and come well, back. Well, I've always felt this is only the second time Monk has started in his career. Yeah, he's I know. And he did great. And he did it very well. And I'm not trying to detract and he's only from started this. He'd only started one game before tonight, which is why I've been hesitant to put Malik in the starting lineup, as well as the fact that he's not – he's a better playmaker than I thought he was. But his defense is still an issue But his defense him. is – he's not a – he can't power guys the way that Russ can, you know, and he doesn't fight over screens as well as he could. He's obviously a guy that teams are going to hunt. Once you get down the road, it, it seems to me like the logical two players to play with the big three are going to be Ariza and Bazemore. And I think that just makes sense because that's a Frank Vogel lineup. At least then he'll play AD at the five, you know, and I think that that will eventually happen. I think that that we aren't going to go through the whole regular season. I'm not 100% sure because we don't Jordan know anymore. Center. We don't know anymore what kind of Ariza you're going to get. Let's just put it out there. Ariza has yeah. not been fully healthy for quite some time. He has not been the Trevor Ariza that we are familiar with. Well, we will time. either either Trevor Ariza will be that person or you can bet that uh, there will be a trade at midseason. Well, that's what I was counting on. I mean, that's what I, if you heard my preview show for the year with Rafael Barlow, that's what I'm counting on for the Lakers is to make that move because I don't think that player. You know what a lot of cost us. You know what that's going to cost. Well, THT. THT and none are the only two trading pieces we have, man. Uh, Right now we haven't seen enough of none yet to make that decision, whether or not he could step up. Like I was hoping THT, I think is going to go ahead to, be traded at some point in time. Yeah, I just think I, that I, I think so too. His unless he finds his jump shot, he is it's, well, it's going to be an issue with him. He's like three years, three years from now, he's going to be a great player. <laughs> you know but that doesn't help the Lakers we'll, right now. We'll be wishing three years from now that we hadn't traded him. Yes, but three we wish right now, now already but that we, we didn't trade. We may also have or let two go championship Caruso. trophies to say for the distance. Uh, we already wish right now we didn't let Caruso go. I can tell you that for sure. 
We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, hoop heads. We all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. It is the Lakers fast break. Well, it's, early in the se- it's early in the season too, you know. Uh, it is early wish, in the season. I mean, I wish if it, my preference last year was Lonzo Ball. I would have hardcapped uh, us and go and got Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is finally now the player that he was drafted at and what your expectations right. are. It took several years to write his game. Apply that lesson to THT. Well, THT. Well, I mean, won. the simple fact is THT now or is later. still – Three years away from being, yeah. Or as the uh, old saying goes, two years away from being two years away. But if you have any questions for us, at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter or Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com. He's at Laker Tom on Twitter. The only man out there who will go ahead and he's not shouting, but he's all capping at Laker Tom on Twitter. Check out his awesome articles today at Lakerholics.com. And then, of course, the guys there as well. You got Jamie Sweet and Sean Grice interjecting themselves with their great stuff. Five things from Jamie Sweet. So please be a part of the action today at Lakerholics.com. Well, Laker Tom, again, a great victory for the Lakers. It is, once again, the Lakers winning in overtime, 125 to 121. We will be back tomorrow. It's a back-to-back. They are headed to Oklahoma City to face off against Russell Westbrook's old team. I'm thinking he'll be really motivated. Although, again, this is Russell Westbrook. He motivates himself in no time flat. So he'll be motivated, I'm sure, tomorrow. LeBron won't be playing, so Russ is going to think, man, I'm going to get a lot more shot attempts tonight. So let's go. Yeah, well, let's hope they're all inside. It's going to be a triple-double for Russ tomorrow night. Could be a turnover triple-double. Yeah, just what I was going to say. Let's hope it's not 10 turnovers. I'm not predicting exactly how he's going to do it. But oh he's going to have a triple gosh. double. Tomorrow. I hope it's not 10 turnovers. But the Lakers are it's at Oklahoma double? City. Well, yeah, yeah, quite, that's not the way you want to get the quadruple. But it is the Lakers at Oklahoma City. They're playing at 5 p.m. Pacific. So we will be back after that game to go ahead and be right here for the post game show. So please join us then. Thank you so much, V, for all your great comments. Great to have you here. I know you're loving this victory. It's oh so sweet for someone who doesn't like the Spurs as much as you do. The Lakers do go ahead and pull it out in overtime, 125 to 121. And we'll be back tomorrow after the game against Oklahoma City right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.